welcome back to The Paper Fold. I'm your host, Sarah, the paper nerd, and I'm so glad to be back nerding out with you on my favorite topic, stationery. Today, I have not one, but two special guests, Jocelyn and Roland Kirouac of Umlaut Brooklyn, and it'll be pretty clear, pretty quick, that they're both as outrageous and just flat-out fun and smart as their cards. I invited them here for a few reasons, as you'll shortly hear. First off, their range has a reputation for being naughty, but there's really not that much profanity. It's more their offbeat perspective on life that I think kind of shocks people. But they have succeeded despite not being shy about sharing their personal views on in their social media. So I wanted to inquire about their path and their overall approach to navigating the public face of their brand, all the while still selling very well in red states. I'm hoping it will be helpful for makers dealing with similar issues. Also, coming off the summer shows, uh, which I not only personally loved, but are essential to doing my job, it's truly sunk in for me that every maker is taking an individual approach to markets and selling their product. Some are back exhibiting at trade shows and craft fairs, just like always. Some are only on digital platforms like fair. Some are having reps doing some of the heavy retail lifting. Some are doing some kind of combination of all of the above, but no two are exactly the same. So I wanted to ask about umlauts. If you are a stationary trends reader, you know that they integrated advertising in print into their approach, which of course is going to make me very happy. But a lot of people think print is dead too. So I wanted to see what was behind that decision and how it is working for them. Finally, it's almost essential for little brands these days to have a cause-related or charitable element to them. So saving the bees or the planet or women's autonomy becomes part of the brand itself. Now, Umlaut went in its own direction by creating a young artist grant and once you hear about it, if you're a creative, you're going to wish you had one. It's all coming up after this, nerds. Hey, nerds. I need to take a moment to acknowledge the sponsor of this podcast, Girl with Knife. If you are not familiar with this exquisite house of design that has been dropping jaws and raising eyebrows since December 2018, get with the program already. Alicia Castaldi is the one woman force of nature behind this feminine, unapologetic, and authentic brand. And from this girl's knife springs this divine range of upscale stationery, pillows, and candles. Rarely does a tagline deliver the truth, but Girl With Knife really is your brand new BFF in paper goods, just as it promises. At its core is the humble greeting card, but in Alicia's hands, it's not so humble. Her designs have the polished, posh imagery that will make you swoon and want to jump into this little world that's combined with copy to hit whatever feel it is you are seeking. From that core, a vibrant range of stationery and gifts have sprung. Let me tell you, Alicia just sent me a big box of her 2022 releases, and they are beyond magnificent. Right now, everything is arranged in the corner of my office like a little stationery museum exhibit for me to occasionally go over and examine. Every last element has been carefully considered, so the candles not only look divine, their scents are out of this world, while the gift wrap is printed on super thick paper 
for that perfect fold and the sharpest present on the gift table. It's no surprise that Alicia and Girl with Knife were the talk of the winter shows, and now that the spring award season has passed, I can safely say they were the talk of that too. The Louis Awards are known as the Academy Awards for cards, and this year Alicia won Artist of the Year after being nominated for both Artist and Writer of the Year. This is an enormous industry nod and accomplishment, and meanwhile, the Noted at Noted Awards are held each year in conjunction with that May stationary event. In years past, Alicia has won Snarkiest Card, Best Color Combo, and Best Use of Profanity, taking that last award twice, oh my. This year, Girl with Knife delivered yet again and won Snarkiest Card, Best Just Because No Occasion, and Best Color Combo. More recently, she swung by my other podcast, Podcast, the Paper Plains Cocktail Hour, presented with by New York Now, to chat with Amy and I about her approach, inspirations, and where she wants to take her breathtaking brand. Alicia only makes it look easy, however. She genuinely pours her heart, soul, and passion into every last release, and it really shows. So whether you work in the biz like me, or are just looking for that perfect Carter art print, head on over to girlwithknife, all spelled out, dot com, and get your shop started. I guarantee your stationery and you will slay. Jocelyn and Rowland of Umlaut Brooklyn in the paper fold. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi there. How are you? Good. It's so good to see you guys. Yeah. So it's been really interesting for me to see makers grappling with how much of their personal views to share with their followers on topics like guns or abortion. Uh, for you to... However, uh, that's never really been an issue, um, whether it is profanity in your range, which you actually don't have a lot of, but you have the reputation for having. For some reason, the first thing people think of. <laughs> it's profanity when they yeah. see you. Yeah. Or, you know, memes on your Instagram showing quotes from founding fathers on separation of church and state, for example, like shrinking violets, you're not. You've always shared... Uh, your personal views, you know, with your audience and it's part of your brand. And, you know, I very much personally respect this. Uh, but my question is, um, have you gotten any blowback on this and how have you responded? Uh, no, we haven't gotten any blowback. Zero. Zero. You know, um, so yeah, so there we go. Next question. Next question. No. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. No, I, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, I suppose there have been like one or two trolls who have popped up on Instagram. I think everybody gets a little sure, you know. Uh, but no, um, we've never had a customer contact us to say that they were upset about something that we posted. Uh, you know, if there is somebody who didn't like our personal politics and decided that that meant they weren't going to order from us, well, we don't know. We, we just have no idea. We've never gotten into a, an argument about anything. I think that if you enjoy our line, you're probably going to understand our politics. It will be a given. 
I love it. I love it. You know, I had uh, Brittany O'Brien of Brittany Page on, and she mm-hmm. said she gets the occasional trolls. And she was yeah. thinking about doing TikToks of reading the messages, which I think is a brilliant idea. Uh-huh. So sure. Like, oh, it, like 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 Jimmy Kimmel's nas- celebrities reading their nasty uh, tweets. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Own it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm starting to see it a little bit, even on like Twitter, maybe some of the more political writers I follow and stuff, they'll be like, look at this note. And then everybody just sort of laughs at it. Right. And it is a way of kind of diffusing it and owning it. Uh, but that's nice that you guys, that's not really an issue for you. I mean, you yeah. guys do a lot of markets. I mean, you've never, I, I maybe it's where you do your markets. <laughs> but, in my in my neighborhood, you would definitely like at least get a couple dirty looks. Oh, you think so? You think so? I do. I do. Well, you know what? Honestly, you know, everybody is entitled to their political beliefs. Um, we own, absolutely we own our own company. Um, to think that we would separate our politics from our company is is laughable. It is because the company is, is who we are. Yeah. So, right. you know. Right, right. Yeah. And, and as a maker, you know, most people so closely identify with their range uh, that, you know, that's going to, your personality is going to be uh, infused with your range. Right. I, I do think that has changed. I do think that like at one point it was enough to come out with a range and say, look, I love watercoloring flowers. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a range of watercolored flowers. It speaks to me, you know, um, but now it seems like, uh, you know, it, most ranges go a little deeper than that. We'll have the watercolored flowers, but you'll also be trying to save the oceans or cut down on single use plastic sure. or, you sure. know, you name it. I respect um, it that. Yeah. I respect that. I feel like you know, again, when you run your own company, it's entirely up to you to how much or how little you want to bring your personal politics into things. And I think that when you're talking about creative people, you can't separate your personal politics from your creativity. Why would you want to? Right. It's it's a beautiful thing um, in that we are all, this is such an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, the, I don't know, it, it's just, you don't really have that opportunity in everything you do. So I love seeing people take advantage of it. I love see, getting to know makers in different ways. I mean, like mm-hmm. I, I, well, I'm just a very nosy person. So the more people <laughs> reveal, <laughs> the more people are your secrets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I am nosy. I'm going to admit it. Uh, but the more people reveal, like I, I find it so interesting. I feel like it adds depth to their work. I think it just makes them more accessible. And also, you know, uh, I mean, I know most of the brands I interact with on Instagram, but for people who don't, you are getting acquainted with them in a different way. And you're, you know, it's, it's very cool. I, I, I love it. And, uh, you guys are, you guys have such, are such an, you know, dynamic voice out there, definitely one of a kind that, you know, it's just, it just makes it all a rich tapestry, doesn't it? Thank you. That that means a lot. It, It really does. Because I think that, you know, my theory about, for instance, in a company's Instagram feed, 
coming from a advertising and marketing background, you know, when we marketed a brand, we marketed a brand and all of the ideas and theory behind the the brand itself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, which a lot of the time can be complete BS to be. Quite, <laughs> you know, yes. Yes. Everything wants to be a lifestyle brand, lifestyle brand. But, um, but, you know, for us, we sort of took the, the idea that if we were going to be putting things on Instagram, it wasn't just an endless stream of here's my thing. You should buy it. Here's my thing. You should buy it. It's here's what makes us laugh. here's what makes us feel like something's happening here's the stuff that outrages us we think maybe it will outrage you too I mean, I love it. I love it. I, I it, you know, it may, it, it not only does it freshen your feed, it keeps it very topical. Mm-hmm. If you're posting it, you're thinking about this as you come up with your range and then it yeah, speaks yeah. to people's messaging needs, you know, it mm-hmm. all sort of feeds off each other. Uh, uh, and you, but you guys do such a seamless approach to it, I think. I think you make it look easy. It looks easy from my, from my phone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Our creative work and like the, our designs, we've never been overtly political. With it, our designs. With our designs. No, 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 no. no. We decided at the very beginning of the, the of, of Trump that we were never going to put Trump on a cart. There's lots of people who can do that. That's absolutely fine. I will post right. cartoons about it, but that's that's not what you know. We want to be putting physically into it. Yeah, and yeah. and and I mean, our thing is humor, and 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 yeah. humor is universal, and and it just I guess depends what type of humor you have. Sure, but a lot of it. Can <laughs> yeah, know? a lot of it can really. Come oh, abs- absolutely, yeah. because. Um, uh, we sell a lot in in red states. Yeah, you know, which right. is kind of surprises us. Well, but... it makes us really happy. it makes us really happy, honestly, because what it what it confirms again is that humor really is universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. Is. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And your humor, your humor is very specific. Like, not everybody is going to get it, but if you like, if you like it, and it speaks to you, it speaks to me. You know, it's just mm-hmm. the funny. You know, the most hysterical thing. Uh, that you had, I'm, I'm glad you decided not to put like the physicality of Trump or even mm-hmm. refer- reference it on your cards. I can see yeah. like you have such beautiful backgrounds of these beautiful vintage textiles. Like it's hard to imagine. Yeah, you want to you want to take something like that and put Trump's face and on it, right? It's obvious that you assemble them with so much care and love. Like it just seems, uh, it just seems like you're you would sort to be undermining uh yourself so uh but that's good to know that people laugh and you know that maybe in areas of the country where we thought where it would appear from reading the newspaper that people don't have much of a sense of humor they they do they do they do they do do. just not about politics (laughs) right you know, right. Yeah. It's about getting old and fat and right. And slowly dying. Things and you know, losing your glasses. Losing, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, but right. you know, I, when you were saying, do we get blowback? What we get more than anything else is people just saying, "Hell yeah, 
<laughs> Thank you. Totally agree. You know, so yeah. Well, there is something about your the air of your cards. It's sort of like an F it all. Like, I'm just going to say it because I'm going to say it. Like, I have nothing to lose. Like, that's a very, you know, that's a very <laughs> common feeling right now, I think. Yeah. Like, it, 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 you know, it hones in with a, where a lot of people are sort of at yeah. right. with a yeah. lot of stuff. And I mean, you know us. We've never really been wallflowers, right? No. <laughs> Never. You, I would never accuse you of that. <laughs> when my son was little, he said to me, yeah, mommy, don't you think it would be interesting if people had thought bubbles that you could read, like in cartoons? And I said, oh, absolutely not. If I had a thought bubble, nobody would like me anymore. <laughs> there, there was a wonderful... I grew up reading all of my older brother's old Mad Magazines, and there mm -hmm. used to be like a department where someone would, it would show someone's face and they would be holding a mask and it would be like what their public mask is saying, like, oh, it's right. so lovely to see you and what a lovely tea. And mm -hmm. and then there would be, you would see their real face with a thought bubble and it would be like, this girdle's killing me, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I feel like I got all my humor from Mad Magazine. <laughs> Oh, oh my god snappy answers to stupid questions. oh my god i love those favorite. absolute yeah. favorite yeah yeah the best. oh my gosh i'm so, i'm not a bit surprised that you guys know that most people if you say that are like what are you talking oh, about no. No. snappy answers to stupid. i even remember one uh guy coming through the front door and he's and he's and he's absolutely drenched from head to toe and the person asks is it raining out says, no i just hitched a ride home in a water truck yeah <laughs> No, I just excessively sweat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Shower in my clothes. Yeah, yes. Oh, they're the best. My yeah. favorite is um, two people standing at a, a like the a lectern at a restaurant, and the person goes table for two, and one of the answers is no. One, she will sit on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Another answer is like, no, 200, the tour bus just pulled up. Like it's, they're just the best. And I think, you know, as a writer, like polishing your, like Absolutely. training yourself to think like that growing up, like it definitely lends itself to writing greeting cards right. for a living. People ask you a ridiculous question yeah. in real life. Don't you hear that stuff in your head while they're asking totally. you? And you're like, totally. I'm not going to say it, but it's right there. And I'm <laughs> glad I don't have a thought bubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so your cards are your thought bubbles. <laughs> they, really are. they really are. And there are other people's thought bubbles. You know, we get we get notes from, from customers all the time saying, Thank you for helping me say what I didn't think I could actually say out loud. You know? That's you know? wonderful. Yeah. What a wonderful service you provide for people. <laughs> <laughs> helping you say it like it is. Yeah, like, like you know, one of, one of our one of our best sellers is 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 uh the two women talking and 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 the one woman says well fuck anybody that doesn't like you and the other woman says well that's a lot of sex <laughs> they're the best they're the best hey nerds 
So I have been hearing that Kitty Meow Boutique name a lot lately, so I'm guessing that many of my listeners are already familiar with not just the dazzling wares from this Chicagoland house of paper, but also its amazing founder, a force of nature also known as Catherine Hildner. If you work in stationery, you would have to be living under a rock not to have heard about Catherine's dynamic slew of educational resources to grow your product-based business. Every time I go to her site or Instagram feed, it seems like she is up to something new. For example, Catherine just helped throw the ultimate product party in Scottsdale, Arizona this past spring, and that event was such a success, they're already planning next year's. But now I want to backtrack to the brilliant brand that started it all, Kitty Meow Boutique. This collection of beautifully designed paper goods are fun, fierce, and designed to make women feel confident, empowered, and courageous. And I gotta tell you, this entire Intoxicating range is the closest thing to bottling those powerful qualities in stationary form. All of a sudden, being your best, most impressive self seems easy and feels even natural. Now, I look at work from stationary makers day in and day out, and offerings from Kitty Meow don't just have the great messaging that we want to put out there to those we love via snail mail. It also has the sophisticated look of your favorite couture. But rather than just telling you this, I'm going to try and show you. So one of Kitty Meow's current bestsellers reads on front, so grateful for your crazy ass happy birthday. Now that's one brilliant birthday message for your bestie. It's succinct, it's clever, it's funny, but it's laid out with just the perfect blend of refined typefaces and accented with chic paint strokes in blush and black. Oh, and did I mention the black envelope? Girl, the card is just as hot as you and your friend, and Catherine's just getting started. So it's really not much of a surprise that Kitty Meow Boutique can now be found in over 1,000 locations worldwide. That is a huge accomplishment for a smaller brand. Understand that when Catherine started her range in June of 2018, her goal was originally to be in 100 stores. Also in 2022, Catherine was not just a stationary trends designer to watch, but also a 40 under 40 recipient. All of this underscores that Kitty Meow Boutique is so much more than just another pretty face in the marketplace, and greeting cards are just the beginning. There's coasters, cocktail napkins, gift wrap, notebooks, notepads, pens, pencils, and pins. Every last empowering skew makes you not just feel seen, but good about yourself as well. Everything is essentially a little lift, visually and emotionally not just for those you love, but you too. Meanwhile, Catherine is getting ready to release a whole slew of cards this summer, and I, for one, cannot wait. If you are in the trade, everything will be up in her fair shop. You can visit kittymeowboutique.fair.com and start filling those shelves. Or just bounce on over to kittymeowboutique.com to get your most meaningful shop started. Next question, you know, it's I'm just coming off the summer markets, uh, and 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 you know, we had fair, we had you know, they're not just summer markets anymore. It's not just you go to visit different cities. I happen to go to Vegas and New York, you know, but there was also several online markets, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it it seems like every maker is taking their own approach to 
you know, how they're going to meet their customers, where they're going to meet their customers, how they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some makers are back on the circuit and writing orders like they never left. Others, you know, take up taking a step back. Uh, and 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 favor of digital platforms like fair. I mean, there's a million reasons for this. Some of them are health reasons. Some people are still not comfortable back at market. I totally respect that. And mm-hmm. you know, Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors with very good reason. So, <laughs> right. um, so you're definitely in the latter group. Uh, you've decided to take some of the money you spend at shows. Uh, you have great presence on fair, and instead spend it on advertising. I want to hear about you know your approach, what you've taken, how you decided on it, and and how it's working for you guys so far. Um, you know, I, I think we'd like to start this off by saying, you know, we do miss the shows. We love being there, you know, meeting, you know, talking to our customers, meeting new customers, getting to connect with our, our, our friends who run different brands. But obviously, you know, from 2020 to 2022, that was just an absolute no go, especially for people who were living in New York City, which was ground central for the world. You know, mm-hmm. um, our concept of the idea of mixing with anybody who we didn't know exactly where they'd been was like absolute hard stop. Hell no, not going to do it. Um, so uh, we felt like we definitely wanted to find some different ways to be able to reach people. So mm-hmm. we started with advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been fascinating just to sort of try some different things because one of the things that I've said to people about COVID is we've found some different ways of doing things that we would never have found if we hadn't been forced to try something different. That's so interesting. I just was listening to Chandra Greer talk um, mm-hmm. in a different format and she was saying, you know, cause she closed her physical store and, right. she, and she was like, I never would have realized I can run my business as an online business if it wasn't for COVID. Right. So, right. so that's there, the unexpected silver lining of all. Of yes. This, yes. You know? I love it. Yeah. Um, so you can't, you know, you can't ignore something like that. I think that there are people who want to ignore that and just rush back to mm-hmm. the, the before times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think you can do that because I think things have changed permanently. And we still don't know how it's going to settle. Totally. The dust is still settling. Everyone, I mean, the sense I get is that everyone's just taking their own approach and, you know, they're finding what works for them and they'll modify it as necessary as things evolve. Um, I, I tend to agree. There, there's definitely a lot of people who were just dying to get back to how mm-hmm. we did things. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like that is changing, uh, but it's hard to have any sort of perspective on the direction while we're in the midst of it. So, right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, something to keep in mind, um, and this was always sort of a real adage for me when I was working in advertising is just because everybody else is doing something doesn't mean that it's the right or the only way to get it done. And I think that for a long, long time, if you think about it, the trade show model, how old is that? How many hundreds of years? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, how long have people been going to markets? Right, exactly. So the idea that that same model is the default Mm -hmm. for the world that we live in now is kind of Mm -hmm. ridiculous when you think about it. In some ways, it can be very, very effective. In other ways, it is not. 
you know. Um, I agree. I agree. I mean, we're a people, we're such a relationship driven business. There's a definite benefit to just see, having FaceTime mm-hmm. uh, with your wholesale clients mm-hmm. and kind of catching up. And sometimes you get the feedback on your product that they might not give you in an email in a, with a purchase order, um, that kind of thing. Mm Uh, but yeah, I mean, it it can be, it can be dangerous. You can come home sick. You can, you know, it could literally, you know, a few days in New York could change your life forever and your family's life. So, you know, these are, these are very important things to consider. (laughs) Oh, completely, completely. You know, and then we also, you know, we had to sit down and take a really hard look at the, at the ROI for the mm-hmm. show, even mm-hmm. the last few shows before COVID. Yep. And it wasn't great. It was right, right. so the other thing too is, you know, the effectiveness of market is going to vary wildly depending on what um, product you, you have, you know, so for sure, selling, like for selling candles, how do you sell a candle online? Nobody knows what it smells like. You it's hard. It's you. hard. And it's even hard to do. I would even argue it's hard to do paper because you can't tell the size and how good the paper is. And sure. it's hard it for your perfect. clients. Yeah. They're acquainted with your, a lot of your clients are acquainted with your product. They kind of know what they're getting. Uh, right. But if you were right out of the gate. Oh, absolutely. That, I was just going to say, yeah, people who are just starting out, it's really, I think it's tough without market, you know? Because when we first launched, we went really hard and really big. You know, we did the station. I told, yes. New York Now, we had our own booth. You know, it was a titanic amount of work. We do not miss. (laughs) (laughs) We do not miss being utterly decimated before the show even started, you know. Um, oh yeah, I could totally picture your old booths. I mean, they were it was always a party. It was always mobbed oh, from like beginning. Yeah, it was mobbed. Like you, there was always like ten. There was always like a few hangers on, yeah. and it was always like a real party atmosphere. So like, much fun. I don't know if you guys were drinking. Maybe. No, no. <laughs> no. Oddly, oddly enough, no. No, no. we're uh, just lots of fun. We're just you're just fun. It had that atmosphere though. Like it had that feeling. Right, right. Like and. Like party but there were it, did. it yeah. did it yeah. did it did and and you know it markets like when people are walking like people are such lemmings like they see oh, that sure. and they're like i gotta get in there like yeah. what's yeah. going on in there right right and yeah. your booth was it thank you, <laughs> thank you. it was well, you know, you're I, welcome it's, it's true. true if we hadn't done that and i know roland agrees okay. completely if we hadn't done that for like the first 5 years we wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the position that we are now to, be able to right step back and say now we're going to advertise in stationary trends which has been wonderful well thank you i mean we i mean obviously as editor in chief we appreciate the support you know and right. and i and i think it's wonderful i get excited whenever i see a smaller brand i think it's a great way mm-hmm. uh, to get in front of our readers and honestly you know, people are all over, the readers are all over the place in terms of where they're going as well. And in all our surveys, I mean, some people are back in market, some people aren't back in market, some people are unfair, 100%. Some people are, you know, I haven't uh, gone on bulletin, I'm hearing a lot of noise about it, obviously, uh, with the acquisition uh, by New York now. So, you know, it's not even going to be the only really polished kid on the block, Juniper Market. Also, you know, um, IMC has put a lot of resources into that as well. So it's interesting how it's going to play out. So 
I guess I'm curious, like, what would it take uh, for you guys to come back to market? And, and this is selfishly, partial, partial, partially selfish, because I want to hang out with you guys. Uh, uh, uh. Will you buy us a couple of drinks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll even, I'll even wait in the Starbucks line for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we do, we do miss the... Uh, the camaraderie yeah, oh, of it, absolutely. but we, yeah. we don't, we don't miss the grueling work right. of yeah. having set up, especially when you have your own whole booth. Yeah. Right. It's your little store for yeah. market. That, you know, I don't feel that we could or would do again. No, that we um, wouldn't do it because actually the last couple of New York nows we did, we were with, uh, we were with our rep group for this territory. Yeah. Right. So we just had a section of their massive, thing right which was so much easier yeah. for us and we still got to do the whole meet and greet and schmooze and etc cetera, etc cetera, without the massive amount of work right right that goes into it i i'm starting to see some shows adopt that model of more just show up and put up your work your shelves are there your it's painted um right. it does seem like some are trying uh to move towards that model uh some people love it um, some people are still married to the idea of like putting up their own, you know, just yeah. assembling their own booth every market, um, just the way they've always done it. I, right. you know, so well, uh, you know, for us, unfortunately, the rep group that we used to show with at New York now <laughs> is no longer. So um, that I'm sorry, was a, a COVID uh, statistic. So you know, currently there really is no really affordable and physically viable way for us to do the show right now. Okay. So, All right. Well, but, look, that makes sense. And yeah. I mean, hopefully that'll, hopefully that'll change. Hopefully market conditions will change. I mean, right. who right. would have thought we would be sitting here having this discussion yeah. <laughs> in 2020. So, right. you yeah. know, exactly. we could end up anywhere. Yeah. You know, and, and again, our, our point, our big point is COVID is still not over. So right. nothing has settled and nothing is done. It's not like the world has managed to get it under control. And five years later, we're still like, mm, I don't know if I want to go back, you know? Right. No, I, I we're yeah. still, we're keeping an eye on, on everything. Yeah. Um, we, we think that the online shows honestly are phenomenal. We love them. I mean, I've heard, I hear people had a phenomenal fairs, it you was know, wonderful. It, it was, was uh, astounding. Yeah, it really was. That's great. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I, you know, people are, people are definitely getting through. Like I said, selfishly, I want you to come back, but you know, you, you're running a business. You have to do what works for you so that you can, you know keep running your business well, if, i mean if 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 we had a, a big rep group for this particular territory the mm -hmm. new right, right right this area new york we'd new be, jersey we'd whatever. be back we'd, we'd be, be back we'd, we'd, be we'd be there we'd be there you know the other the other part of our business though that i really want to plug that we have sure about, that is our one of our absolute secret reppins are our road reps who we adore they are, you know, people forget about this. They're like, I know, I know. Brand, and your website and your fair site and your show booth. Well, our road reps are extraordinarily talented, smart people. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, pre-COVID people really thought, or I'm sorry, just before COVID. Yeah 
people really thought road reps were We're disappearing by the wayside. And like, these are, these are individuals who love their range, you know, love the ranges they rep are so committed to them, love their retailers and, and, you know, go visit them. You know, they're like a trade show on wheels. Exactly. You know, and, and no retailer, I still think very few retailers left on their own, and I can say this as a as a former buyer, will write as as successful an order, meaning that will move as quickly as possible. They won't write that on their own better than they could do it with a really talented road rep. Right, right. Go in. They they are merchandisers. They are professional merchandisers. They can look at your store. They understand what you are, who you are, what's selling, what's not. They're not just there to push their stuff. Right, right, right. No, you know? they, they approach your business. Uh, you know, they approach each store as its own entity and they want the retailer to succeed and yeah. they want to yeah. give them, you know, the mer- they don't want to just sell merchandise. Right. You know, they want to give them the merchandise that is going to succeed and hopefully they'll come back and write more. And when they bring a, when they bring on a new line, bless you, uh, when they bring on a new line, you know, they'll want the uh, store will want to hear all about it because they've exactly. had such great experience. And, you know, the rep has conducted themselves with integrity, which is right. wonderful. I mean, there are there are a lot. I mean, it's a great it's a cool line of work. Like, how fun would it be to just like Absolutely. be on the road with your cards hitting stores, <laughs> yeah, going into all these groovy stores and meeting interesting people and. So another thing that um, we that love we- our reps and sorry. And, and, you know, and we've yeah. got, we've got a handful of reps that if you want to show from day one. Yeah. Okay. And- if you want to shout them out, let's do it. Yeah. Who are they? Who, who you can the- name them. Um, do you want to name names? Well, you know, we have been with the Mary had a group forever. We adore awesome. them. They are phenomenal. Yep. Um, one of our newer groups is Lena B. Um, okay. We, we, you know, they're the sort of people that you start working with them and you're like, haven't we already always, always been together? They're wonderful. You know, <laughs> individual reps like Mindy Kay and Laura Better. And we've got and- like Wes Loker that's been with us for like, literally since day one. Right. Wow. Brian Roberts, yeah. Michaeline Cadlow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love these people, you know? And so we worked, we all worked really closely together during COVID. We wanted to support them as much as we could. Sure. We felt really strongly that fair could be a phenomenal tool for them. And, and, and it has worked. And even those of them who are really um, apprehensive about it and were worried that it was going to take their business have seen that for some of them during COVID, half of their, their commissions coming in were orders coming through fair where they could reach out over email and, and work with the customers that way. And then the customers can place the order. And, you know, so that's one of the reasons too, why we say, clearly things have changed and the idea that now okay guys let's drop all of these covid protocols and just go back to what we were doing before you know our answer is no so a lot of this is really good and so much better and i love it yeah so our 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 reps i I can't imagine not now that's the old-fashioned part of the business that i could never imagine letting go right but even that's evolving they're working on fair you know the ones that are going to survive have to figure out how to navigate the current marketplace so i i mean i think i think it's great uh and um it's wonderful that it's it's really you know you've you formulated it into a win-win which you know 
Well, it's we, just, we wanted to, and, and any of them that we didn't mention by name, you know, we love them all. Yeah. And, all right, and, all right. We've been with Candace and Co. forever. Right. You know? You know? <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, they're your extended, you know, they're your extended business family, uh, for lack of a better term. Another alternative sales methodology that, that we have done with the reps as well is sampling. Mm-hmm. So if you take the money that you would have spent on a trade show and you say, I'm mm-hmm. going to put some of it here, I'm going to put some of it in advertising. I'm going to put some of it in promotions. I'm going to put some of it in sampling. Why not? Why not? People love it. I have to say, yeah. At market, I noticed a lot more. I mean, like it used to be, like in the late. So much fun. I mean, I used to just get deluged with stuff. Like I can't tell you the amount of times I left Javits with like carrying way too much that one person can hold, trying to take it on the subway home, and you know whatever. Um, And then everything disappeared. And now at this summer market, um, it. I, I left with a bunch of stuff and yeah, which is great. Yeah, it was fun. And I was like, Oh, I guess maybe this recession is not as what, you know, it's being, if people are giving out samples, it's either, you know, they're seeing the value of promotion again, it does set them apart. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so it is, that's nice. I like that. And everybody loves, everybody loves a little freebie. And Who doesn't? Who doesn't? You know, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's a great tool for our sales reps. And to your point about market, like I just, you know, I just came back from New York now and shop object. It was an amazing time. Like I, and for me, mm-hmm. I, I need to be there and I need to touch stuff and see it. But, um, I've gotten a couple of troubling texts and I've test have to test myself for COVID a couple of times since I came oh, back. It was yeah, definitely yeah. there. And that's not, yeah. that's not a great experience. So well, uh, being in the Javits in February, 2020 going, so this flu that's started in Italy, what do you think? And you know. know, it was there. You know, it I know, I know. Well, my, you know, my husband's in the closeout business and they had a, they had a container ship that was stuck in China and he kept telling me about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's apparently this flu. And I kept poo-pooing him. Oh, you're so, oh, sure. oh, yeah, you're yeah. so ridiculous. It's like true. I have to make dinner. Like, can we just... <laughs> enough, enough. Yeah. Pandemic Enough with on. the flu. I gotta put the pasta on. Yeah. I know. I have real yeah. problems here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what we are discussing for uh, um, next year is 23. <laughs> yeah. 23. Yeah. <laughs> is that um, because we have rep groups that do show, like we're, we're, we're permanently in the Dallas market with our mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there. Uh, Mary, Mary had us. She's got like her, their own great showroom plus sure. Vegas and yeah. whatnot. Uh, Lena B's got a showroom. Is that, you know, we're, we're mulling over that, that we, we may go out to some of these shows, the smaller, the like smaller regional, shows, yeah. regional yeah. shows, um, you know, for a couple of days just to do some meeting and greeting and, and, uh, I like it. I like it. It's important to have a presence and it's important to show your face. Like, I feel like if you don't show your face every once in a while, people tend to forget about you. Uh, Not because you're forgettable, but just because there's so much. Right. There's uh, some sensory input. You've got to be, you've got to be part of it. So yeah, I think. Right. I I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Vegas is a fun show. Vegas is a fun market. You guys would love Vegas because mm-hmm. you, you fly in. It's like five minutes to your hotel, another five minutes to get to market. Everything's right. easy. Everything's close. And uh, and it's a real polished. Everything's new. So it feels it feels very clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful. They, they just put so much work into it. I mean, like I really enjoyed the market, but there is something about being in a new facility where you feel le- less like <laughs> I'm going to catch the plague here. I don't know. It's not very covid here. I like it. <laughs> it's just, I'm not getting the COVID vibe. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, one thing you guys were obviously doing this, uh, before COVID, I know. But, you know, one thing that I have been seeing uh, that I love is all these different sort of community initiatives that mm-hmm. I'm seeing makers take uh, to sort of just nurture different aspects of our, um, you know, different aspects of the artistic world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, Victoria Paper Epiphany, she brings in artists and residents to her Portland store every That's month. Beautiful. She says, I know it's really cool. She says yeah. her applications are out of the roof, you know, I out know. of the roof. Everybody I wants know. to come. I want to be an artist in residence. I don't even know how to letterpress. I want to go do we it. want to go be artists in residence there. You guys should apply. Oh my gosh. You guys would have so much fun. I can only imagine what you guys and Victoria would come up with. Oh my Okay, she swears. She yeah. swears. I'm just gonna put that out there. She doesn't care. <laughs> um, so what you guys, you you two have established this, which I love the Umlaut Brooklyn Young Artists Grant. Um, so can you share a little bit about how it came to be and how it's played out so far? Sure. Um, well, it started when um, so we were looking around. We wanted to have some sort of um, not so much like, like community-based initiative, something that we wanted mm-hmm. to do. We went back and forth about, was it going to be something national? Were we going to you know, give money to the ACLU? Were we going to, and we thought, no, we want to do something that's within our own community. And um, we started working with a local high school, mm-hmm. the Brooklyn High School of the Arts, which is um, at the time it was a much lesser known art school in New York, you know, New York, Mm -hmm. there's there's the biggies that tend to get a lot of attention and a lot of money. And this school um, is truly phenomenal. The work that they do with the kids there. They've they've placed, um, you know, students at the American Academy uh, in Rome, you know, wonderful, wonderful results. But again, because it's a smaller school, we felt like this is a great spot to start. So um, we know that, I, I don't know if people know, in New York, there's um, certain schools that get um, a, a, a designation as being like a Title I school because there's an income issue, because there are a lot of communities in New York <clears throat> that are lower income, and art supplies are hella expensive. Yes, they right? are. As we all know. So when you're a young kid trying to get the supplies to be able to make things, to be able to, you know, you, where you're trying to find your voice and then you want to be able to do something, it, it's tough. So we started the scholarship. There's four kids every year, one from each grade, nine through 12, who each get a big chunk of money to do whatever they want to do with it. 
they can use it to buy supplies. They can use it to take master classes. They can, you know, use it to, to buy. I mean, one of the kids the, of our first year did these massive canvases. She had all these plans. She wanted to do these canvases that were like, you know, six by four. And mm-hmm. those cost a lot of money. And yeah, 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 yeah. And you might mess one up. You know, you might need to start one again. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and we also had um, um, kids in the dance programs right? that need that that you ca- gotta constantly be replacing your ballet slippers. Shoes, or you, yes, you, yes. yes. These are expensive, yeah. very expensive. It is. Uh, yeah. You know, that's yeah. My daughter figure skates, and you know, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's an, a very, very expensive sport, right. and right. Um, and c- certain art things are the same way. And if this is your passion, I I should call it an art thing, but like, if you're really into sculpture or you're really into, you know, uh, um, you know, equipment costs money and, you know, feet grow. And (laughs) And, and even aside from those costs, I think for, for both of us who were, you know, the arty kid and uh, having somebody say from the outside somebody who's not Mm -hmm. your teacher somebody who is not your parents say you know you could actually make a living doing this that is huge that is and the validation yeah yeah, of like hey i see what you're doing and it's really really good yeah so and i don't have any yeah 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 so that's you know so um unfortunately during covid things got put on hold because of course you know, because of the plague, because of the plague. <laughs> but um, we are going to be speaking. We're going to be speaking with the school. I guess everybody's going back in about a week, so we're going to talk right. to them about, um, you know, if they feel like they want to bring the program back there, and um, and then take it from there. So we'll either be working with them or we'll be looking for another smaller, you know, smaller school. But we really like the idea of, um, <clears throat> excuse me working with the high school kids. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's when you're developing your skills and it's when you can also, you know, there's a lot of temptation and you can make bad decisions and kind of get on the wrong path. So if you're kind of keeping, you know, fueling people's passions, like. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, my own son is getting ready to go to college and start. Yay. And watching, you know, I was there yesterday and watching all of the kids moving in um it's thrilling to see them going into the the um atmosphere and that they chose where they want to be where they want to do where they want to develop where they want to start their careers i think it's just phenomenal so you know and unless somebody says to you when you're in high school it's not like oh yeah be an artist you'll never make any money you'll be living in your parents basement no you won't that's really exciting. Well, ma- okay. Well, first of all, Mazel Tov for sending your son to getting your son to college. Like that is a major accomplishment, and you know, good for him. And if he's in a place where he's going to thrive and that he wants to be, like exactly. the it's sky's true. the limit. Exactly. I mean, I always say as a creative you know, as a writer, you know, I'm always, we're always looking for our next Medici family, you know, to sustain us. And so you guys are made yourself Medici's and I love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never thought of it that yeah, way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You guys you guys are. I mean, you nur- you're nurturing the next generation. I mean, like who knows where, right. you know, I I don't want to call him a child, where this young person is going to take, exactly. you know. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah. we're we're thrilled and we're happy if 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 anything that we're doing for them is making them feel like, "Hey, these people believe I could actually do it." Then because we do. We really honestly we do. We really really do. And then and when the day comes that, you know, we're we're not doing this anymore. We want to retire or call it a day or whatnot. There needs to be a whole new group of people coming up to make really dirty greeting cards. <laughs> they need to carry the torch. Very sassy. They need to be very sassy they, and they need to make fun of everybody. Because, yeah. <laughs> because absolutely yeah. nothing is sacred. You can make yeah. fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. We are equal opportunity offenders. Yes. <laughs> so but in a caring sort of way. In a in the kindest oh, most yeah. nurturing yeah. kind of way. We're nurturing. That's we, what we are. <laughs> That's yeah. us. Yeah. You know, That's you need great. a little TLC. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, Brooklyn. When, when I say fuck you, I mean it like in the most positive and loving way. <laughs> I'm telling you to fuck off, but with love. That needs to be one of your cards. (laughs) So actually, that really brings me to our last question. Excellently. Uh, So thematically, uh, are your cards getting even more outrageous uh, than before? Like, what has the last two years (laughs) done to your range? Like, where are you guys at? Is there any sort of sneak peek that you can give us of what you're working on um, no. that won't get me in trouble with the FCC? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, well, so is it more outrageous? I guess I'd like to hope that it is. But, um, you know, here's the thing. We there, don't... there are there are a couple on the back burner that you got to wonder, oh, jeez. Should we? Can, can we get we? away with this? Yeah. There... And then we realize, yes, of course, we yes, can get we away. Can. Yeah. Yes, we can. And so we do. Um, we never run out of ideas. We just don't. We never run out of ideas. Um, uh, so, um, <laughs> so yes, there's a, actually there's a lot coming. Um, one of the the great things about using uh, um, our design work as therapy is that we end up with some of our best designs. You know, when you have a day and you just sit down and uh, there it goes. You know. I'm feeling better <laughs> after having created this. Well, one of our cards, supply chain. Um, you know, that was just a little design therapy for me after I'd spent a day like trying to find solos, trying to find envelopes, trying to do something else, and I was just so fed up. I just did that design. We'd already. What does it say? What does it say? It's funny. Um, here, I'm gonna just. It's oh. right behind you. That's so handy. Handy. Yeah. Right behind me. I seem to be having a supply chain issue with my tolerance for this crap. <laughs> so it's um, great. That's me. And I posted that on Instagram just as under uh, doing a little design therapy. And we got so many people saying, oh, my God, where can I get it? Where can I get it? That we just sort of released it as an extra card. So that's awesome. Some of There will always be some of those. Yeah. So, I mean, the topical yeah. always makes for great cards and i mean you guys have always had you've always been a bit outrageous and you know now that we're in outrageous times like we need outrageous cards. i mean like outrageous times call for outrageous cards what you looking for 
Homeschool. Here we 96. go. 96. Homeschool. There's, there's another one. Okay. I don't know why I can't read it. Read it to me. Um, I, it's blurry. My video's blurry. I'm it sorry. It's a privilege so, to raise a child, but it takes a distillery to homeschool one. Oh, my God. Yes. And, yes. you know, so we thought, okay, <laughs> and we did this in 2020. Yeah. And it sold like crazy 2021. We were thinking we were going to be discontinuing it once kids got back to school. And it's still selling like crazy. So I guess there's still a lot of people homeschooling out there. So this one is for you. <laughs> and it seems like <laughs> it seems like it's going swimmingly. And <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, so I think there's there's more of the same. There's um, we're testing um, some ideas of, of we want to, you know, everything that we make is domestically produced. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of another thing about supply chain that we saw through all of this is there's absolutely no way we're going to go into any kind of a product that's going to, that we will have to source components of overseas. Mm-hmm. So um, going forward, we're looking at paper, paper, and more paper. Our journals sell really, really well. Um mm-hmm. So we're testing some mini journals, some smaller. Nice. I love the small. I love those small journals. I mean, I use them. My I use them myself, and I, I I've always used them myself. But I just think it's such a. Uh, I don't know. It's such a great market for makers yeah. to to kind of expand their you know, vibe onto, you know, this product. So they wouldn't be journals, uh, mini journals, uh, notebooks. Basically, it's a notebook that'll, it's basically the same size as as an A2 greeting card. Yeah. Very cute. You know, nice size to hold in your hand. There's, there's a charm to smaller things. Oh gosh, yes. Are they YRO or are they like perfect bound? We're testing both to see which one we like best. Because you do, you do have some YRO. Uh, we do yeah. We want them to be. I like lay flat journals. I like mm-hmm. to be. I know a lot of people really are drawn to that. Yes, yeah. and and there's something retro about YRO. Yeah. That I yeah. that I really like. Um, yeah. And if you're a lefty, you can do it backwards, which is well, what I do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and you can use the whole page. I hate, and I hate. So to snap the spine on something just it kind of breaks my heart, you know, because I, I know that's a book ever, 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 ever. Um, so, yeah. So it's probably 95 percent that we're going to go with the spiral bound for the notebooks. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. That's cool. I can't wait to see them. We'll send you some as soon as we as soon as we get the test. We're still we're, we got a little bogged down um, because of some other issues so but we'll be getting them tested pretty soon okay great well it was such a treat uh to get some FaceTime with you guys and and visit with you and find out what you've been up to i can't thank you enough for coming by oh um, thank you it's always just so much fun getting to sit yeah. and talk with you yeah, i wish we, we could do it more often. Uh, we i know you. you're yeah. so awesome yeah Oh, thank you. I got, I had you guys just on, just so you would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Sarah? Yeah. I mean, you do so much for the community of makers, and I, I hope you know how much everybody loves and appreciates what you do. And and you're just you're fun. It's so much fun to hang out with you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I get very lonely without people that without makers to hang out with. So. <laughs> You guys are fulfilling an important need on this end as well. So thank you guys again. Okay, perfect. Perfect. 
so much, Jocelyn and Roland, for coming on The Paperfold. It is always such a treat to catch up, especially since I have not seen them in real life since August 2021. Yes, I keep track because when I see someone I haven't seen in a while, I'd like to tell them exactly how long it's been and how much I've missed seeing them since then. So finally, thank you for listening. Again, our theme music is by the wonderful Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. See and hear more at smilesongs.com. If you like what you were hearing, please give me a five-star rating. And if you feel like waxing eloquent, please feel free to leave a review too. Thank you so much, nerds. Stay safe out there.